Exhaustive deconstruction of the classic 90s sitcom Full House. I am one of your co-hosts, Brandon Shockney, and to my immediate left uh, is my other co-host. Uh, we'll go ahead and oh say no. his name now. No, not now. Yep. Not now. Uh-huh. My my penis is getting <laughs> bigger. It grew two times this year. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my penis got bigger <laughs> more often, <laughs> but it only got bigger twice this year. Yeah. <laughs> what a miserably infantile puerile gag <laughs> to start it out like, you started it. how dare you, me? <laughs> <laughs> my name is John Partisekin. Together, Brandon and I are just a couple of rude dudes. Rude dudes. Rude Just a couple of rude dudes. Oh, man, my singing voice. It's so good. <laughs> Mine is good, too. Together, we got to top the charts of Motown. <laughs> uh, when Brandon and John topped the charts of Motown, we were surprised. But we were delighted <laughs> by the results. We have an honorary... <laughs> we have a guest and honorary weird dude with us who will introduce himself now. Hi, I'm Thomas Kelly. Thomas, you watched My Left and Right Foot. Correct. Which is a play on a Daniel Day-Lewis film. I'm sure the writers were just ch-ha-buck-fuck-ling <laughs> all throughout their writing session, knowing that this, oh, they'll never know. <laughs> they'll never know this is what it was called. But before we uh, discuss mm-hmm. My Left and Right Foot, did you grow up with Full House at all? I did, yeah. So you watched it as yeah. a kid. What did you think of it then versus kind of dealing with it now? Dealing with it. Yeah. I mean, it was like a lot. I mean, like, you know, the people who I thought were very cool growing up, now I'm like, oh, God, you're you're insufferable. Like, I was like a big Stephanie and Joey. Okay. Kind of like the Mm -hmm. comedians of the family. Mm -hmm. You you thought Stephanie was like a really funny character. Oh, stick a rose up your nose or whatever. Like, a hose up your nose. (laughs) Pin a rose to your nose. Oh, well, stick a rose. Stick a a hose up your nose. Stick a hose up your nose. I think you're confusing some uh, Fonzie-isms, not (laughs) Fozzie-isms. Some happy day yeah, yeah, but I think Fonzie would say, uh, "Up your nose with a rubber hose" or something like that. She had something that was it's, like, it's, it's "Stick definitely... a hose where it grows." You know what well, I mean? Yeah. Stephanie's phrase is, "Well, pin a rose on your nose." Yeah, see, that's what I was saying. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, it's funny. I, I thought it was very funny, and Joey, I thought it was hilarious. She, she was funnier when she was. She was a better performer, Very arguably, precocious. when she was like six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So um, you, thought, you thought they were cool, huh? So cool. Tanner family? So cool. Uh, is it wood or like whatever the, the woodchuck? Wood, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And everything. You know, mm-hmm. I, was a, I was a Joey head. Because when you said the characters that I thought were cool, I mean, in my mind, immediately it would have been Jesse. But you were like, no, no, no. Fuck no, that guy. I, I want to be a comedian in my life. And I want, I like the funny people. Yeah. <laughs> I like the people who are still ch- children when they're adults. Yeah. <laughs> did, when you realized that this is what we were going to be watching, did you like have a memory of that? 
of seeing this one at one point? No, I don't. I, this is kind of like I think on the at, like once the twins got in, I think I kind of lost interest, mm-hmm. which okay. I think is kind of typical for when you introduce new children to shows. Yeah, they're a water. They're a watershed moment for a lot of people. It's either I watched it before, I watched it after, and it had no reference for what came before. We've had a lot of people say that. Mm. Um, I, this is, I think, a big one for people. Mm. I, I definitely there's a gag in this that I absolutely had burned into my brain. Uh, that, me too. There was a moment in this that I was like, oh, I don't remember that. That happens okay. during the dream sequence. Okay. Um, but, but yes, the, the big foot. Of course. Of course, yes. N- nothing like a full house dream sequence or a music number. I mean, I'm surprised in this eighth season they aren't dragging those out even more than they are. Mm-hmm. Like, just have the boys sing, it'll burn off a minute and a half, and I need that minute and a half <laughs> for drinking. Um, <laughs> if you saw Brandon and I on the street and uh, you didn't know us, Mm-hmm. And you were dying. Sure. And the last thing that you needed to do before dying, if you wanted to go to heaven, okay, is sort of uh, summarize this episode in a single sentence. If you want to go to heaven. If you want to go to heaven. Maybe you'd prefer to be with the demons and the imps. Sure. <laughs> Poke you in the butt. Yeah. With the pitchies. Okay. Yeah. Sounds okay. <laughs> Sounds okay. <laughs> but just hypothetically, if you want to go to heaven, uh, how would you distill this into a sentence? Maybe like, you know, Michelle, you know, thinks her feet are growing too much and is kind of having a crisis about it Mm -hmm. while Uncle Jesse has to kind of deal with his wife not having a voice he likes. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's great is that this isn't one of those overstuffed... Uh, hey! <laughs> Hooray, it's the roof! <laughs> Let me in, Peter. Why, <laughs> me lad. Um, this, is, this is a good example of, I'm thankful that this isn't overstuffed. Mm-hmm. That this isn't like C-plot, D-plot. We got an A-plot, we got a B-plot. Hey! They're firing on all cylinders. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> they got the job done. Everyone's involved actively, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Stephanie and DJ don't have that much to do. No. Yeah, they just kind of bully in the beginning, and then they kind of get out. Well, f- well speaking of which, we, of course, can't uh, begin the proper discussion without first discussing the cold, cold open. open. we got to discuss it. <laughs> yeah, uh, the cold open, which uh, takes a nice jazzy intro into the local mall, San Francisco Mall, um, where they're going into uh, a shoe store um, to pick out the, the Danny apparently was just like, yeah, go to the shoe store. Here's my credit card. That's not a that Danny wouldn't do that. Yeah. that's not in character. That doesn't buy make sense. buy whatever you want. I trust you. It's if it's shoes, take the CC. I want the receipts. I want to see the see the seats. That's he absolutely would want to see the receipts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, just this opening, too, is, like, different than I remember, but he's, you know, walking home with his groceries, walking up these San Francisco hills. Oh, sure. With, like, two big bags of groceries. Like, this is a frugal man. Yeah. (laughs) For an entire home. Yes. Those were just items for himself and his secret pantry. Oh, my gosh. In that opening, we have uh, the shoe salesman. I I really got a bad, bad stranger danger vibe. Yeah. Very sort of, like, whoa, you're not likable. No, <laughs> very unappealing. Almost, almost yeah. immediately. <laughs> like, that's the kind of, if you were a kid, like, getting your foot measured or, like, trying to, like, deal with this person getting you shoes, I think a kid would find this guy odd. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. I mean, what? so what? what is it about him? He's kind of rough-looking face-wise. Yeah, and just, like, I feel like, uh, just, like, that hair was, like, very, sort of, like, a lot, like, it's you know, hair, very, it's like, hair. long hair, but long, very sort of, like, you know. Oiled or moose or what, you know. Yeah, it's silver. Yeah. Drawn back 
but it's got like a curved up duck fucking oh mullet God. effect in the back. He's not um he's not on IMDb. Oh wow, so that uh. must mean this has to be one of the if he did anything else I'd be surprised. Yeah. Uh well that's a disappointment. His name was like uh Kale, like Brian Kale or yeah. something like that. Brian Kale. It's interesting that you would be credited on screen, but IMDb does that fucking homework exhaustively. If you did anything, mm-hmm. they fucking got your number. Uh, there's a moment where, because it's DJ Stephanie, Michelle, and Kimmy is, of course, along for the ride. And Kimmy's in the market for some brand new shoesies. Is she, like, getting shoes from... Their family, like, uh, is she kind of in the sort of credit card umbrella that she is kind of getting bought shoes? Like, you know, t- take Kimmy with you and buy her a pair of shoes. I, I think, I don't think Danny would say that, but Kimmy would be the person to be like, hey, cool, you got that credit card? How about you, uh, yeah. get old Kimmy in there? Because, you know, I think she's like, you could argue that she's a problem child, right? Uh-huh. She, like, she is known for smelling so bad that they have a sign for her at the shoe store, like, you guys have been watching the show. Is she from a terrible home, or they don't? Her family does not want her. Wow, they're always like, yes. "Go to the Tanners so that we can do other things." We we've backed off those jokes about her family. I feel like we haven't got one of those for a while. But the jokes we get now consistently are her family is just a bunch of fucking circus freaks. Like it's like my mom's having an electrolysis party, or like. My dad is, like, crushing chairs with his head. Like, it's all just goofy lines like that. So, And they live next door, and the idea is that it's just an oddball family. Oh, okay. But her feet stinking, clear running gag. Yeah. Um, The the sign that you mentioned is this. It's a a flyer, and it has Kimmy's fucking photo, black and white, next to a photo of her foot. (laughs) And it says unwanted. Unwanted. Like a play on wanted signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that they used to use in the Wild West. (laughs) Unwanted. Yeah. You are unwanted It's like a twist. Yeah, instead of like the full-on face and a profile, profile. we have the full-on face and a profile on the foot. (laughs) It's not helpful to get a straight-on foot. (laughs) That's a little, yeah, that's a little confusing. But she says to the guy, he, because he's like, I'm I'm sorry, but we have the right to refuse service to any Mm -hmm. foot and we're going to have to We're going to have to (laughs) invoke that here. And she's like, I have not even been here. How could you even understand? I thought there was going to be more of a gag of him, like, having to, like, analyze. (laughs) Be like, it's a match (laughs) or something of, like, the foot in the photo. holding it up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. A Cinderella moment. (laughs) Yeah, like, hmm. It'd be funnier if it was, like, a footprint and he had to, like. (laughs) Mm. Well, I mean, she takes off that uh, shoe. And shut. Kimmy understands that her feet are stinky, and yet she shoves her foot in she, that man's face. She, li- she likes doing she likes that to people. It. He retches blood on screen. <laughs> yeah, like, yes, for like ten minutes. <laughs> Just like boring. Most it's most like a Sam episode. Raimi film. Yeah, it's unsettling. <laughs> and uh, so we get this moment where uh, we're really here for Michelle mm-hmm. because Michelle needs new clocks. She says something. My my clogs are my clogs are clogged. <laughs> Your clogs aren't clogged. Yeah. And the, the salesman does that weird thing where it's like, your shoes, your foot's in your shoe. Raise up your fucking toe. Oh, that's where it is. Yeah, I feel your little toe. That's not enough. Let's get you on the little crazy measuring machine. Right. That, which is basically unnecessary. Maybe just try on some shoes, figure it out. We don't need you touching my child's foot. Hey, when you're growing like that and growing so fast... You need to have regular. Are you writing a Dr. Seuss book? Yeah. When you're growing so fast and growing so quick. <laughs> Do they still use those? 
those little those I think, I, think I, so. I have a very sort of iconic you know feeling the cold metal and like yeah on the, your, your on your foot the yeah. startling like oh <laughs> on my young innocent foot <laughs> I remember the shoe stores they I think to sort of because I think when most kids aren't interested in shoe shopping it's I think most kids would find it boring so they would put like the fucking like candy machines like runs. We got a fucking machine. Put a quarter in. Have some runs. Stop complaining and screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Please, I'm begging you. While we measure your I foot. I like shoe shopping. Did, did anyone here find that interesting or exciting? I like to, like, to have a good pair of shoes. Right? Sure. I, I mean, there was always the thing of, like, growing up, you had, like, your one pair of shoes, right? Or I did, at least. It was like, Until you these, are, these are going to be my shoes for the school year. Oh, Like, wow. what are they, right? Um, and there are always, like, some tennis shoe. Uh, I was a big, like... Nike kid, I think, throughout. I was just like, I can't switch brands. I've started out Nike, I gotta stay Nike. I'm stuck on Nike brand because Nike's stuck on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it was always kind of like, you know, dreaming for like the Nike shoes, but then getting flack. Yeah. I, had a pair, yeah. I remember having a pair of like flack shoes and like mm. people making I'm, fun of them. I've not heard of that brand. Flack, yeah, flack. I only remember it just because it was a visceral memory of being made fun of. Mm. You literally caught flack. Yeah. For buying flack. And I like they had like a like it was like high tops and they had like a circle with like flack on it and I cut off cut out the logo in okay. hopes that like maybe I could be like oh it fell off they're a good brand that you guys will like yeah and like me so I, was that a thing across the board like everyone was checking out everybody's shoes. Because I think, like, you instill in a kid, like, these cool, the school year cool sh- Yeah, cool lane, cool lane. Mm. Uh, do you feel like that was an element, like, everybody checking that out? Maybe a little bit, yeah. I think it was always kind of, like, a bit around. I also remember having, like, a, a secondhand pair of shoes that I, like, like colored in with, like, whiteout to, mm. like, make it look new. And it worked for, like, a day or two, and the whiteout kind of cracked <laughs> Okay, to, like, sort of uh, get rid of some, scr- like, scratchy scrubs. Wh- whiten up the, yeah. the, the white. The, the pale the faded white it must be as white as a pearl I say yeah yeah that was that was the thing too it was like really white sneakers were cool really really white like tennis shoes yeah and then I remember switching it up the when I started to care it was like oh like Con- Converse were like coming back and that was like a big thing and I was like oh this is like a cool thing people are buying I like the way those look and I remember that changing the shoe game for me of being like. Of being like, oh, I'm like now have an interest in like what, like I want to have more of a say in like what shoes I get, you know? Yeah, I mean at a certain point, yeah, there's that that sudden realization of like, oh, I actually understand like what I might like, mm. as opposed to like when you're a small kid and it's just like, this is we just got to do this. Yeah, I have to have shoes mm-hmm. on my feet. Let's get this done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Converse, like like similar to Joey and Stephanie, I feel like you know we're like the comedian's shoe. Like you would always see like oh, comedians sure. and yeah. Converses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like up until like God, I mean, like I feel like that's still kind of a thing. I think yeah, mm-hmm. if you kind of go out to like you know a smaller market improv theater, you'll be see, you'll be seeing like you know a really funny guy and like an yeah. untucked shirt, tie, and jeans and Converse. <sighs> yeah. The comedian, yeah. you really just distilled something, like the, the untucked shirt with a tie, mm. like and a microphone. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> that's very comedian with a capital C. You know, formal, play it loose, like you know, also like cool. I'm a yeah. performer. I'm not like you, but I am of you. Yeah, I'm talking of things that you know. Uh-huh. I'm saying it because you're all it's thinking. A, it's it. a cool thing because like, I mean, I gave you my best. I like tried to. I tried to dress it up, but my nature is to not. Yeah. So, like, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get the tie, but you better believe it's loosened around my neck. Yeah. I mean, some guys rock that. What I like to do when I do comedy is I do 
full, full suit, Gucci Gucci, <laughs> but a bow tie with Odie on it. And people are like, comedy. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. You're not a snob. Yeah. Look at that Odie tie. You would sit with me and eat corn nuts. Look, on this this end of the bow, Garfield is kicking. And on this end of the bow, Odie's falling off the the I like that tie. Yeah. I I need them to get on my side. (laughs) (laughs) Me side. Also, my shoes have uh, koosh balls on them. Great. That's so good. <laughs> and I stretch like... <laughs> I'm Howie Mandel. <laughs> uh, does, does, is that the sort of tie, untucked shirt, converse? Is that what the woodchuck wears? Uh, the woodchuck yeah. has... He has like a blazer. An aqua suit. Like he's got little yeah. pants too. But... With a tie. But he doesn't have a shirt underneath, does he? Oh, uh, I think he's got like a uh, little thing underneath the, the yeah. jacket. Yeah. But is he... He's not rocking a shirtless. Is, is he that, wearing the Converse? Oh. I'm like... I think he's got little sneakers. I mean like 75%. What's... Do you... Do, should we... Can we... Yeah, I think let's, let's I, research. I, a, a quick Im- image search. Um, and while, while we're, do- we're doing that, we can talk about how... The, those machines also too, those machines would... I remember they would right. measure your width too. Oh, be yeah. like if you need like... <laughs> Do you need wide sneakers? Are, are your feet fat? <laughs> um, and so they, yeah, they realized that Michelle's current size is thirteen, and apparently, like, I asked the question, like, is there a different measuring system for girls' shoes? Because I know girls' sizes for clothes are different than men's. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have some results here. I, I do. No shoes. He's, no shoes. No shoes. But he's very, got he's got a shirt. Very cartoon like. No shoes. Yeah. Haircut. Uh, this haircut is pretty wild. Yeah, and look at that fun tie. That's that's actually a cool tie. I wouldn't mind rocking that for comedy's sake. <laughs> a funeral, no. So, yeah, they realize that Michelle's feet are size 13, and that's when they pounce. It's a fucking hyena free-for-all fest. Oh, your feet are, um, you're so, your feet are so big. You fucking freak. <laughs> you disgusting huh? flesh patch of fucking slime and bone and teeth. You're nothing but a fucking Quasimodo homunculus dragging... Your fucking feet around. Oh, oh my god. What's wrong? I'm so... But my feet aren't too big. I know you're my sister and I should love you and support you, but it's just hard when you're a fucking monster. (laughs) Everywhere you look like that's... And that's the cold open. Well, they they show the big, like, shoe. Stephanie brings the big prop shoe out and she's like, Hey, Mr... Mr. Bugboo. Shoe shoe salesman. Mr. Bibu. Can you find this in a bigger size for our sister? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere you look. That was a cold up and burr. burr. Let's warm it on up. Cut out of that theme song immediately to... Uh, to um, the the boys being serenaded. This their, is where our B-plot... Their closet B-plot. bedroom. Yeah. Their this, closet. This is our B-plot. Um, so the, the guys like to do this thing that they've done since season one of the show. So this is a true callback. Wow. Did um, they really sing Pooh Corner in season one? Was it not Pooh Corner? But they do they the... Definitely they definitely sung songs. They do the, hello, 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 hello. That's like, that was something from season one. So they used to do that with Michelle. Now mm. they're doing that with the boys, but the boys are much dumber. They're all like, darf, 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 darf. Well, um, they, they do the hello, 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 and the boys clap, and they're like, gway chong. <laughs> gway, get out. <laughs> Me and my boda, we gotta experiment. <laughs> Wow. We gotta, uh, we gotta warn. We gotta, we gotta warn about the worm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no! My boy's waist car bed looks so snuggly and comfy. <laughs> <laughs> I like to 
wriggled my pickle. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I no. said I would get all this out of my system. No. <laughs> and it's here. I blame you. And so uh, they, they serenade the boys to when this. the boo doesn't know what to do, he's got a body in Christopher Robin's car. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Yeah, that's this a, is putting me right to say. Yeah. <laughs> did you uh, did you have any like signature lullaby songs when you were a kid? Not that I know. Of. I know like my mom was like, "What Jesse thinks of Aunt Becky," <laughs> as she kind of doesn't have a good voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are what are some memories of her? Like, what would she sing? It would be like at church, and like we'd be like singing hymns, and like also like when we would go to church with my grandmother, it'd be kind of like in stereo. Like she got it from her grandmother. We both kind of had like kind of bad voice, kind of sort of we don't understand tone, and we just kind of have like a sort of high pitched voice. And he will raise you up. Uh, I wish. Yeah, it was was like I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm very sorry, mom, because you're you're a big listener of this podcast. Really, really you up like, why are you on yeah. that show? Really understanding what podcasts are and being able to know how to get through. <laughs> yeah. the clicking like, and the... Yeah. It'd be like, nice, you know, almighty God. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, church is where you want to go if you can't sing. Yeah, I mean, it's they, like... Nobody know, can say anything. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, can. you know, you're kind of pretty protected because everybody's singing. And, like, the, mm-hmm. there's, like, part of, you know, part of it is just kind of like, oh... There's some people who are just really kind of like, going for it. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, um, when your mom was singing, was it, like, big and, like, loud and confident like no. that? No. Just, just sort of, like, just hum- humble. Just humble, just, like, enough for, like, you know, the people sitting next to her to, to be, be like, like, wow. Is this a Catholic <laughs> church we're talking about? Uh, 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 Presbyterian is where okay. I remember the most and where my grandmother was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I feel like most church singing is very, like... Yes, I am singing, but it's just a little bit... Like, it's barely past your own mouth. Everyone tends to oh not Oh my god, be. there's six verses. Yeah. This is one of those that has six verses. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, I didn't realize that this was the fucking Easter Youth Mass. Great. <laughs> Fuck, how long? Cool! Oh, the kids get to do the readings. Yet they can't read. <laughs> this will be fun. And lo, I say to you... Let's move it along. <laughs> um, so yeah, the... We get that House of Pooh Corner stuff. The guys sound good. I mean, they do sound good. Yeah. Um, and who? Who walk in? Becky. Knock, knock, knock. Hey. You know what I singing? do? I sing too. Well, I just, I just read on IMDb that this is a goof. This whole thing is a goof. Which, which you want know I need to hear more about this. Because. Tell me to goof. Um, the tell whole me, thing is, is thrown off the rails because in season... Four. Wait a minute. During the wedding, when her and Jesse get married, they sing together, and she sings beautifully. Oh my god! Wow! I forgot that they sang. Was this? This must have been in that church scene uh-huh. with the choir. They sing together, together. And he's he singing or forever. forever. They sing. They sing forever together, and <laughs> we shall sing together forever, forever together. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she, yeah, she sings with them, and she sings well. Wow! I mean. That's a that's a classic we don't even remember. No yeah. research. But yeah, Becky comes in, she can't sing. It seems like Lori Laughlin is actually having a lot of fun yeah. with this bit. She gets to do something comedic for yeah. once. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, and Becky, big sort of hallmark in my, you know, huh. loving loving women. You know? Loving yeah. women? You're not she alone. was very cool, you know, and I was kind of, you know, I remarked when we were watching the episode, I was sad to see that the, she wasn't wearing tennis shoes with her outfits. That was part of, like... 
you as a kid being like humana humana? Yeah, she like you know she was, was like an adult, but she was wearing tennis shoes like us children, and that <laughs> was like oh I could like she's closer to me in a way right. that I could get to her. <laughs> <laughs> this beanstalk is not insurmountable. <laughs> Uh, but I shall get my there's, prize. There's a bridge. No. Yeah. She still got it. Yeah. She's fine. She's yeah, quirky. She she's, she's charismatic. You know, yeah. I was, you know, surprised and also pleased that she's still got it going on. There was a, uh, there was some butter being churned. Yeah. <laughs> Downstairs. Yeah. I feel like, you know, you guys were kind of making jokes at that point and I was just kind of like having a moment to having myself. a quiet <laughs> moment of like, and yet I wish to fuck. <laughs> She's fun. She's cool. She dresses well. She's, she's got that confidence. Yes. She doesn't know she can't sing. She's she a great mother. Care. Clearly. Yes. Yeah. Clearly. Oh, there is a very nice, that is a very nice moment. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, it, it kind of killed me how much that scene like just like hit me in the fucking heart. Ugh. Oh man. I hate it when the show works. <laughs> Let, let's, let's run out this B plot. Sure. Jesse realizes that this is a problem and yeah. it's a huge problem for him. It, he's gone limp. I think it really does. It kills any sort of ability for him to look at her. Yeah. As a he's person. Like, he's like, I have to teach her how to sing without her knowing it. Yeah, because she insists that she should be a part of this nighttime mm-hmm. fucking tradition of singing to the kids. In order to love her, I must trick her. We can fix her. <laughs> we can make her better. We have the technology. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he tries to trick her into a singing lesson. Yeah. He's like, you gotta, it's, it's your posture. You know, oh, okay. Uh, no, you know what? Now I'm thinking about it, it's your diaphragm. Okay, well... No, you know what? Now I'm thinking about it, it's your voice. <laughs> it's you. You gotta, you gotta enunciate. On a genetic level. Yeah. You know what? Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Takes the wedding ring off, throws it in her mouth. Yeah. But yeah, he's doing the whole thing of like, me, mo, ma, ma, mo, sing here, I'm here. You're not here. <laughs> sing what I'm doing. Uh-huh. And she's like, bark, bark, bark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the thing you're doing. And then she realizes what he's doing... And she's like, okay, you know what? It's fine. I'm not hurting anyone with my voice. You, it's not like a sacred thing that you, you do. Um, and he's like, actually, you are hurting someone. You're hurting me. My musician's ear, my tool, my instrument that makes us money. Money. Mm-hmm. No money being made for that ear of yours. Uh, he's like, you're, you're going to destroy my ability to hear music. So I like to destroy something. I would. I'm going to read you for filth. I'm going to fucking tear you apart from limb from limb. <laughs> she she does go on like a nice rant where she calls him like an Elvis wannabe. Hell's um, Angels dropout. It's fucking awesome. Shampooed, fucking moosed up, stupid motherfucker. Yeah. Like you insecure, misogynist, mm. homophobic asshole. <laughs> like, fuck you. And then she walks off and the audience is like, <laughs> yes. And meanwhile, 11-year-old Thomas is like, <laughs> yes. Get get him out of there. She's setting the groundwork for you know. <laughs> it's like a young me to like work at, like swoop in, yeah. kind of be cool, be more humble. Yeah, you what's know. A, what's, I get, your, what's your opening line to her? Eleven year old. Eleven year old Thomas. Cash. Um, oh, man. Jeez. Wow. Okay. He struggled with that as like a thirty two year old. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God. You know, I'm just being kind of like really being honest of just like I think like I just like your vibe and I just want to introduce myself. Hi, my name's Thomas. I think I like your vibe is I like your vibe. That's a you I don't think you're going to hear that very often. I think it's I think that's unique, fresh. Just unique enough? Like I'm a big vibe guy. Like vibes. <laughs> Feel vibes. Yeah. I'm not feeling this. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, yeah, I, like I kind of put my hand in, in their armpit and just kind of be like, <laughs> "Okay. 
I like you. <laughs> no, no, this is fresh. This is a fresh take. Yeah. I, uh, Thomas. So, but guys, okay, your your partner, you have like you know two two year old kids. You mm-hmm. know, you've been married for a while. Okay. She kind of wants to be in your band, and you don't want her to be. Like, how? Like, you know, what's the right way to be like? So not, like not, if it's like a fun thing that you've been doing with like these dudes for a while. Yeah, this is someone, like, to someone else's kids, but this is no, your sure. your children. Can you can can I be in the okay. band to sing to my children? So yeah, in this context, this is like this is not like a band in the sense of like we're going out and trying to like get gigs. This yeah. is strictly in the home, just like we see in the show. Yeah. Yes, you have. I mean. You just have to. Mm-hmm. It's just it's for the kids. Yeah. And the kids, in in that first scene, they're like, "Oh, mom's singing too. That's great." Mm-hmm. The kids love it. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck cares what the adults think? Mm-hmm. The the mom gets yes, the mom gets to sing too. But I mean, you know, all relationships are like you know. If I could just look past the fact that you don't wash dishes, I'd be much happier. But sometimes that's a big issue, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like if I'm going to have to sit, sing next to you and, like, re- you're really going to lean into this, like, you know, like, you know, can you say, not, not this one? Well, there are patterns of behavior and then there are skills. And patterns of behavior can change, but sometimes skills like Becky's singing ability, at a certain point, that's not going to get any better. Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to get worse. Positive thinking. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to get Some worse. things are deal breakers, right? Yeah. We all have them. Yeah. Like if, if you found out that your spouse was like slowly a but surely. A murderer. It's a deal breaker. Is yeah. your boyfriend or girlfriend Dexter? <laughs> this is probably an issue. I, I was going to say like if I found out that like Chris was slowly but surely turning into like an alt-right neo-Nazi. I'd be like, oh, it's, I think it's time to. What if it was slowly though? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Little comments here and there. Yeah. You wouldn't even know. Yeah. Until the transformation happened. Yeah. I mean, they didn't gas them. Not really. Not in, like, the way we think. What? What are you saying? I mean, it wasn't as, like, don't say it. It wasn't as bad as they... No. (laughs) I have to leave you. I have to pay my own cable bill now. (laughs) I didn't want this. And yet I must. (laughs) That's a real deal breaker, I think. Yeah. Okay, sure. Or they like like Chinese food. (laughs) Ew. Hey. Gross. Grody. Hands all wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> Crab rangoon. I don't want to eat anything with the goon. goon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have we have a nice scene where uh, Jesse sees Becky Ugh. singing kind of to herself to the kids. Um, and just like how you would if like no one was watching, just like. It's it's fucking a, like I wish that this was what we kind of got with the kids all the time because mm. when they try to make the kids funny it's fucking corny and obnoxious mm. but when she she says something like uh, the lyric is something 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 and she goes and then where does he put it and then one of the little boys just goes nose mm-hmm. and like they're just clearly it's very real mm-hmm. and it works yeah and Jesse realizes like all oh, right. I'm an asshole. <laughs> she's, you know, given the right context, she's singing beautifully. She's a great mother. I'm in love. She's pulling I'm a... I'm in love. Oh, I'm yeah. in love. Oh, I'm wait. in love. I'm in love. I'm in that thing called... Love. Yes. She's pulling a Rex Harrison, like, My Fair Lady thing, where it's like, why can't the English be more like a man? Like, she's just yeah. toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of it. Like, he realizes, oh, I'm a fucking jerk. And, of course, you can sing with us. That, like, that's the end mm-hmm. of that whole plot. Mm-hmm. Um, you were saying, like, kind of referencing, like, a Yoko Ono vibe of your wife wanting to be in the band. They do make a uh, Paul McCartney, Linda McCartney joke. I don't know if I've ever heard a Linda McCartney joke. Mm-hmm. But they're like, oh, just stick her in the back with a tambourine like Paul did with Linda. And I'm like, 
wow, that's, that seems very 90s. I don't <laughs> think I've heard any joke like that ever since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the next time we see Michelle, she's reading the children's book of world records. Oh, right. Uh, which looks like a curious George book that they've retrofitted to sort of act as their prop. So the children's book of world records just must mean the categories are very, like, basic or she fun says, for kids. They don't say, it sounds like a fucking freak show because mm. it's like the biggest head. The it's biggest like a feet. photo of the real person. When they look at the kid with the feet, mm-hmm. they're actively like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like that Guinness book with the uh, fingernails. Mm-hmm. That like crazy person did you guys, with the fingernails. Did you guys have those Guinness book of world records? I never had oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I was into them too. Like a yeah. fair casual extent. Yeah. The Guinness made them to, to settle bar bets. What yeah. are you talking about? Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, it was like a sort of bar thing of like, I got oh, the, I got, are I, you serious, Guinness? I, I could lift the most basketballs in one truck. And then like, you know, people would kind of debate about it over like beers, but then like, you know, okay. Guinness made a book. So like, you know. That's psychotic. I that literally never understood yeah. that. You know what I'm also confusing it with? Like, I always sort of mesh together Ripley's Believe It or Not like, with Guinness because it's yeah. a lot of that is uh, let's just really highlight the weird shit. Yeah. The, the, the only things I can ever remember from any of those is what you just said, the, the longest fingernails. Right. I remember like seeing because it, it would be on like TV shows, specials and stuff. Right. Of, like, someone that has it and I'm like curls up and around. That's always like so crazy to me. Like that's what happens. That was definitely in the Ripley's TV show yeah. with Dean Kane. When you Superman. Would, it was Superman. <laughs> and you would enter like the museum of Ripley. And I also being I remember being really fascinated by the animal people that would get like very expensive implants mm-hmm. to make like themselves the, like more the animal-like. Snake dude that would like split his tongue yeah. and like covered himself in scales. There was the tiger person who had like fucking metallic like whiskers implanted in his or her oh. cheeks. Yeah, yeah, it was really and they got like the tail implant. Oh. And that would like sort of move with whatever, like your muscles oh, or something. I really don't like that. No. Mm-mm. Maybe be a little more casual about it. Yeah, but you know. It's life. If yeah, you, life's if complicated. you're not hurting anybody, you know. <laughs> is it a deal breaker for a relationship if your spouse is spending all that money? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think like if you're going to ma- turn yourself into an animal, I think you have to have a conversation with your partner. Yeah. I mean, did you have a nest egg <laughs> coming into this advice. for that? I mean, I, you know, it, you know, money-wise, but also just kind of ecstatic-wise, do I want to be dating a cat person, you know? <laughs> Are we going out to Shoney's and we, we have to kind of... You know? Shoney's? <laughs> the date spot? Yeah. Oh, oh no, it's Thomas and that cat woman. <laughs> <laughs> Shoney's a Just give me a pile of food, please. <laughs> <laughs> On the menu, uh, POF, please. Yes, a pile of food. I want the big pile of food. <laughs> <laughs> I, like the, I like to think that some people in that Shoney's would be like, I like it. <laughs> sure, I'm sure. Yeah. The bartender's like, ugh, that cat person. Hey, hey, hey. The She's bartender nice. at Shoney's? Yeah. <laughs> right? There's... Thanks for coming in. We're going to get you guys shots of what? Syrup? <laughs> it's just making me think of how Applebee's has a bar, and Applebee's oh. and Shoney's are, well, they're Shoney's not really the same. Shoney's is definitely it's like a, down it's, on the ladder. It's like a Denny's, isn't it? No. I don't know. I watched something Denny's recently where nice, someone right? talked about Shoney's, and so that's kind of why I had it in oh. my head. What were you watching this talking about Shoney's? It, you know, give me five minutes. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the worst at like remembering what that was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they were talking about Shoney's. Was it, was it in Guardians of the Galaxy? No. Uh, burr. I don't know. No. No. Maybe there's like Shoney's. a, there's a Sizzler joke, I think, in volume two of, I think, I think he says something like. I think Peter Quill has a joke about because he's from Earth and yeah, he's got a joke about the Sizzler. Well, when you think of it, yeah, you let us know when yeah, you. Yeah, I'm gonna pace around the room. I was gonna ask like, what what 
world record do you think you could maybe achieve? Truck full of if basketballs? You, if, <laughs> yeah, like a list of truck full of basketballs. If, yeah. if you tried it, like, what would be the one of, like, oh, I could do, I could do this, if I put my mind to it, if I cared to? <laughs> I think it would be interesting to sort of get into, like, competitive eating. Like, that idea oh, of... Like, that's dangerous. Man. It is really dangerous. For some reason, that's the first thing that came to mind. That requires, like, a lot of practice, and, like... It would also kill your ability to probably enjoy food yeah. on a basic level. No, yeah. Never anything food. Dipping hot dogs in water. Ooh. So they, like, literally slide that's down That's what they do um, at, the, at the Lucky's sandwich, like, challenge. I've seen that happen once. What, it's like, disgusting. dipping sandwiches in water? Yeah, like, the, like, big sandwiches. I think the challenge is you have to eat, like, three whole things, like, within the time limit. So it was two guys. It was during the summer because I remember it was out open and people were just, like, stopping and watching it happen. But they have big, like jugs of water mm. um, and they would just like dip their whole hand with a sandwich in there and then just like shove it in their mouth. Yeah. Okay, Get I mean, into it. that gets it done. Uh, but I'm sorry, like, is there anything that comes to mind for you in terms of that record? Um, I would maybe, like, I, I feel like in some sort of commercial they had like the world's, like, guy who like ran the farthest juggling. So I would maybe try to find like, you know, skirt like kind of create something so new that like of course right. no one has kind of like you know oh you're gonna go that route yeah maybe brand like brand new record eating the most hot dogs while like doing a drum solo or something or okay. like you know just kind of mm-hmm. something that's like of course like people it's, haven't it's, even it's, thought it's, to it's, it. it's, it's yeah. you know the, the the wild west you know you guys remember the unwanted poster right there yeah, was yeah, a yeah. reference to wild west yeah. well okay. like this is kind of like uh, you know the since the wild west was like a new territory and there weren't as many rules so yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking for in my, in my mm. world record. Yeah. It's the, it's the last remnants of, like, exploration. Yeah. Really, true exploration. True. You're, yes. you're, pulling, a, you're pulling a Hey Arnold. In Hey Arnold, they, uh, they wanted to make the world's biggest pizza pocket. Yes. I remember that. Because yeah. they, I think that hadn't been done yet. So they were trying to come up with something that was brand new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, <laughs> speaking of television episodes that really stick in my head, apparently the Hey Arnold pizza pocket one really fucking sticks. Yeah. Um, so she's reading, yeah, she's reading that book. Common apparently is terrified by this photo mm-hmm. of this child with enormous fucking Bigfoot feet. And then we don't get Lisa until after the dream sequence because at a certain point, that's around the mid mark that we yes. get the dream. So she's, she's freaking herself out by, by reading... Um, all about, uh, you know, how big her feet are. She goes to sleep thinking, oh no. Um, and then in her sleep, she has a dream. Well, it starts out with some padding because we get all the lines from the opening again. Right. A like perfect way to fucking again, burn off like 20 seconds. They have the, the salesman. They just like repeat his clip. Healthy like, you feet. See it, healthy like, feet. Yeah, it's healthy like healthy feet. feet. And then healthy you see feet. it like stutter back and it's like healthy feet. Yeah. It's, it's classic nightmare fuel. Yeah. Uh, then we cut to uh, Michelle in this dream world of her house, and she full clown. Her uh, job is a clown? She, she had to drop out of school. No, she oh. dropped out of school because she was hurting children and mm. killed a janitor, squished him. Yeah. Is the line, I believe. Murder. Squished him. Uh, Danny Tanner delivering that one. Love the comedic timing. Everybody else, I feel like, was just kind of garbage. Mm-hmm. But you were like, Bob... Yeah. You're doing great. And, you know, once again, sort of changed from the, the beginning. I always kind of thought he was, like, annoying. But now I see him as, you know, being pretty good. He's, yeah. he's a comedian like me. Yeah. He's just doing the work. Yeah. So uh, they, they take the shoes off. Oh, and, I was going to say, like, oh, her in the clown shoes. Yeah. I mean, we, we push it as far. Admittedly, they push it as far as it can go because every step she takes, it's ha, 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 
when she takes off her clown nose and drops it to the floor, we hear bung, 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 yeah. bung, bung. It's like, this is a dream. Get Cartoon it? sounds yeah. and dreams. She takes off her shoes and they, she has these crazy, like, prop feet that were created. Yeah, I mean, you, you made the comment of, like, they had to make at least four different yeah. sets of feet. For this dream sequence. You know, what do you think that guy was as he's, like, crafting, like, I have to make... They're it's very, 2 a.m. and I have to make three more feet. <laughs> they're very detailed feet. The lines on the bottom of that feet are... He's like, I'm an artist. Yeah. I want to hear... And I want to hear the history <laughs> in the feet. Um, Kimmy walks in because she's a featured player in the, in, the, in the show. She walks in with a, admittedly, great prop. It's a giant can of foot powder. Uh, sweet feet. Sweet feet. It's cost her four hundred and twelve dollars. <laughs> yeah, smackerinos. Uh, so, like, what made this uh, dream sequence so iconic that you, like, you both were kind of like, yes, the dream sequence. I I remember the foot coming through the door. That's what yeah. that image of like them like run. Because I did not remember that there's uh they look back down at her feet and they're bigger and then they look and they start to grow. <laughs> That effect <laughs> That is... effect. I did not remember that effect of like, whoa, run! I mean, as an adult, you would... As an adult watching it when it aired, you would be like, that looks fucking dumb. <laughs> what a... It's a fucking bad effect. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> to be fair, what are you going to do? Mm. You got to make the feet big. Yeah. <laughs> you could have just kept cutting... Back and forth between bigger yeah. and bigger feet. You didn't. We didn't have to see them stretching yeah. out. You could have done balloon feet. Yeah, but the, the, maybe they pitched that to the to the guy at first. They were like, "We need to cut back like five more times. We need five more sets of feet." And he was like, "No, you monsters, you myth, please." No, I, I haven't eaten in days. All I've done is create Just feet, carve feet, carve them. I went, to, wood. I went to my blacksmith friend and said, can you make a giant foot powder can? And he was like, aye, laddie. <laughs> so, yeah, the, it coming through the door mm-hmm. is the most iconic moment of the family being like, look at it. I don't remember the dream ending with them going, tickle it. <laughs> you must tickle the fire. <laughs> That's what they do. Yeah. You must. Why yeah. is he done nuts? Tickle the fire. I mean, as we all know, it's yeah. the only voice I have. <laughs> well, apple dumpling gang. Rides again. <laughs> it's bad. But yeah, he, she, she wakes up being like, no. No. Classic sort of double dream. Oh, yeah. Double wake up. Because oh, yeah. they take the shoes off. We are dun, dun, dun. She wakes up from the dream, throws the covers back. Dun, dun, dun. And then she wakes up again. And she's like, Stephanie. Prepare yourself for what you're no, about to say. No, Stephanie has to wake her up because Michelle is screaming. screaming. <laughs> and, and Michelle says, prepare yourself for what you're about to see. She throws back the covers and the, the sound effect just goes, da, da. <laughs> funny. Yeah. Kind of funny. Um, so they kept the rule of three. They did it. Mm-hmm. For once, they did the rule of three. Uh, I was, you know, I feel like in the sort of dream sequence and just also just in general coming back to it, I was like surprised at like the sort of joke per minute nature of everything uh, and uh-huh. I feel like you know they really kind of went hard in the dream sequence specifically because everybody kind of has to have a saying for the for the big feet that was a big pitch session I'm sure yeah. of like more foot jokes <laughs> so like come on guys like honestly like what you have here is more foot jokes can we please come up with something better yeah but like seeing it in the dream sequence makes me kind of like you know to me then coming back to reality just kind of highlights you know how nightmarish they talk to each other all the time <laughs> they're, they're always zinging each other it's a nightmare all the time yeah, yeah. If you're Joey, if you're fucking Kimmy, 
And like, and Michelle gets it in this episode. She has a taste of what Kimmy and Joey get all the time. Yeah. Or Danny. Mm-hmm. Like, people look at Danny and they're just like, what you care about and what you fucking say and enjoy is fucking stupid and asinine and we hate you. <laughs> yeah. Joey, you're a child. Stephanie, you're a fucking dink. I mean, when we say it, I mean, we're not there. <laughs> we don't live with them. <laughs> well, if only we did. You could be no. with Becky. Knocking on the attic door every night. Shh. Come down to the basement. I think, like, as, like, a high schooler, I think that would be, like, what I would imagine. I would just, like, live in a house with this woman I loved who was with this sort of, like, dumb, charming, handsome but an idiot guy. Yeah. (laughs) Handsome yet painfully limited man. Limited! So limited! I have this, I have, I have gold in my, in my, in my hands and I critique it singing. I like tr- make a problem where there is none. Bah, 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 bah. She's just trying to love my my children, and I make a problem out of it just because I'm a vain. Also, can <sighs> he push? Can he push that pipe? Can he push that pipe like I do, Becky? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Have you ever really had it pushed? <laughs> probably, probably. Yeah. John Stamos. Yeah, probably. Probably. With that dinky tattoo, that fucking dinky tattoo. You really enjoying the term dinky today? <laughs> Dink, dinky. Ooh, your feet. Dink. <laughs> um, uh, Lisa enters, of course. We haven't seen Lisa for a few episodes. Yeah, uh, gross Lisa. But she's not gross. <laughs> I wanted her to look at that photo of the kid with the giant feet and go, that's awesome. Oh. Or, oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, your thing was all you wanted her to be like, I'm into this. <laughs> I'm into this. <laughs> Think about how big the toenail clippings would be. <laughs> there is a joke in the dream sequence. Let, she, DJ has a pair of gardening shears and she goes, we're going to sell your tono clippings as boomerangs. <laughs> Pretty good. Not Pretty bad. Good. This episode overall, I mean, maybe not the worst. Okay, I'll fucking say oh, it. Oh, yes, I got a tono boomerang for Christmas. <laughs> but it's like, it's Mad Max. I was about to say, it fucking scalps your ass. <laughs> um, they, they decide to do some shrink wrapping, some Japanese foot binding, um, some ice water tactics. Uh, and then Michelle gets pneumonia and dies. <laughs> yeah, just very, you know, didn't remember that. Yeah. But it's, you know, definitely happened. She coughs until her tongue falls out of her fucking skull and then she dies. Lisa kind of gets arrested. <laughs> As a, yeah. She facilitated As that murder. Yeah. And the judge is like, I see in I you. I charge you as an adult. Yeah. yeah. I see an evil good son-like intent in you. Because I think, like, at the time, like, there was, like, a bunch of cases where, like, children were being tried as adults because they committed heinous acts of, you know, violence, right? <laughs> All in the sake of, like, <laughs> but I was helping my friend. Yeah. I was only helping. Sl- Slender Man. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but, like, back in the day when it was just, like, video games. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wanted to be Sub-Zero. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> get over here. And I murdered my parents. Scorpion, how dare you? No, no, I think you're wrong. (laughs) Scorpion. Scorpion. uh, Sub-Zero's, in his solo video game for the N64, I think that catchphrase was, Burr. (laughs) Burr. Burr. Get over, Burr. (laughs) Get over, Burr. And Scorpio was like, no. Scorpio? Scorpion. 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 Scorpio was from The Simpsons. Scorpio. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, it all kind of comes to a foot. And Danny's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Because DJ, like, drags her out of the ice water. She's like, you're being a fucking idiot. Get out of the ice. And Danny's like, what is even happening in my home? She's like, my feet, they grew two times this year. And they won't stop ever. That's what I've been told. I'm a freak. That's when Danny shares a story about how when he was a kid, his parents would not buy him pants. 
He acts like he, it's a story about him getting taller. It's a story about him, his parents not being able to afford pants. He was called Freckleshins. Freckleshins. Sup, FS? <laughs> Old Dr. FS. Walking into chemistry like he ain't Freckleshins. I'm, huh? You know you're Freckleshins. Why are you acting like you ain't? Uh, but, of course, Joey's example is, uh, well, everybody, everybody call me Toehead. Because my head's a toe. Right? I mean, you all know well, it. Well, they're like, let them talk. This should be good. <laughs> this is a perfect example of like, no, 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 let the fucking ape talk. Yeah. Let this idiotic ape fucking dig his grave. He's like, it's almost like at first he's delivering it like he knows it's a joke. He's like, yeah. so they yeah. call me Toehead. Toehead. He's enjoying it. He owns it. Yeah. But he doesn't but he understand doesn't that know. what he owns. So it doesn't under, it doesn't, doesn't exist. Sense. They explain it to him. As the credits roll, you see the pack of wolves descend, touching his face. <laughs> really kind of grilling him. Just kind of being, uh, you're, like, a, you're an idiot. You're a fucking nut. And like, it does look like a toe. Yeah. And then we're going to tell you, like, you're you're gross. Thank you for giving <clears throat> us that. Yeah. You 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 literally set up your own abuse. Yeah. That that would have been a more interesting lesson of if Michelle was like, oh, we I can just transfer my being made fun of to another individual. Yeah. If I'm being made fun of, I'll be like, oh yeah? Well, Joey has a toe head. And everyone's like, yeah. And it's like, And we yeah, forget well, about your thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's, that's kind real of, life. she's getting into that age, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, use it as a weapon. Yeah. When you're getting into close to middle school age, that's when you're truly, your words you are become weapons. a monster. Yeah. yeah. Kids in middle school are fucking also, monsters. But also like DJ and Stephanie kind of coming in being like, oh, we did this. Yeah, you really did. But also just like that they realized it and that they're able to kind of be like, oh, this is our fault and we'll take credit credit and own it. Did they apologize? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Immediately, I... kind of unprompted. Okay. It's not like, where did this come from? They were just kind of like, oh. We did, yeah, we, we may have made this happen. If yeah. I was Kimmy, I'd be like, what do you want? <laughs> no, I'm not I apologizing. Bought, by the way, I, I, had bought, fun. I bought sneakers with your credit card. Yeah, cha-ching. Bye. Cha-ching. Yeah. And so, um, it, yeah, it kind of ends on that note. I mean, this comes to, like, the, the big question. Like, was there something, like, as a kid? Like, do, do you have siblings? Mm-hmm. What did your siblings tease you about? I don't know. I don't know too much from, like, like my siblings. But I remember oh. kind of getting, like, chubby stuff, okay. like, as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because, like, you know, I sp- like, there was, like, a neighborhood pool that I would go to. And I feel like I was always kind of, like, the fat kid. Even mm-hmm. though I look at pictures of myself, not really that fat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I got it. Well, I mean, and we're also talking about, like, uh, like the 80s and early 90s where, like, in movies, there was this odd habit of casting kids who were not fat. They were not. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody in the film would look at them and go, my God, you're fat. Your name is Chunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are. Do the fucking truffle shuffle. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was... Humiliating. In the 80s and 90s, it was very accepted in film and TV to just be like, fat's funny. You're fat. I used to think the truffle shuffle was funny as a kid. I couldn't help it. It's kind of funny. Well, the, and it, it's not as bad as, like, uh, I've referenced, like, Mr. Belvedere. Did you ever watch that as a kid at all? Mm-hmm. Mr. Belvedere, like, they would literally say to him, Jesus, you're fat, Belvedere. You ate everything in the pantry, Belvedere. Stop eating donuts, Belvedere. <laughs> you're so fat. <laughs> well, it was I mean, cruel. I think, yeah, I think they were, like, you know, I remember, like, you know, uh, like, historic, like, I've thought about this, of, like, you know, there was, like, used to be, like, you used to be able to make drunk jokes, be like, oh, he's a drunk. Oh, like, you'd right. have a character who's a drunk, and mm. you can kind of laugh at him, and he would kind of, like, say things that were funny out of this, you know. And, like, I think, you know, mm. we're kind of getting woker and woker to where, like, you know, it's, woker you, you, can't, you can't make fat jokes anymore. Like, yeah. you know, who is, this, who is this sort of thing that we can all agree is bad? Mm. And we can kind of make a character that we can kind of shit on for 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> gay, gay jokes, too, of course. Yes, I yeah, mean, of course. Um, in designing women, like, the joke seems to be, like, we're woke enough to understand that they make one character a bigot, 
And so the other characters can be like, well, you're a bigot. That's wrong. But you still get to tell yeah, the jokes. Totally. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that guy's a homosexual because he dresses a certain way. Ha 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 ha. But we get to laugh at her, not with her. There's a lot of that of like shows that do like, here's someone from the old generation. And here's someone from the new generation. Mm-hmm. And the new generation like, is like, come on, old generation. And the old generation's, I know, I'm stuck in my ways. I refuse to change. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, Archie Bunker was like extreme. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, I hate black people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's oh, yeah. like, you know, this like, you know, I feel like it was always kind of like, you know, oh, I, I like it, like gay people, but don't they do this? My mm. son-in-law is a pussy liberal and I hate him. Yeah. I don't want a fucking Chinese person living next door. Yes. Fuck you. Unbelievable. Um, I mean, yeah, Archie Bunker was the most honest version of that. Yeah. Uh, what were you self-conscious about, like, as a kid? <laughs> I just, I want to get it all out. <laughs> As a kid, last last um, week my question was, "What was the time you were selfish?" <laughs> oh, you know, I just really, you know what? I used to, I used to, I used to, because we, I went to a, like a private Christian school for a few years from like sixth grade through tenth grade. Okay, and when I lived in Florida, we had our school uniforms or whatever, but I would, I would sweat a lot. So, and and sometimes this the the shirts were either like a green or uh, like a white. Um, and the white ones, you wouldn't be able to see it as much, but I, I would just get really self-conscious about like, oh, I'm like sweating a lot. I like tried, I like tried like that special like deodorant that's that's just like roll on shit. And uh, like sometimes I would use too much of it and it would like hurt my, it would like dry out my skin oh, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. It was bad, but I like had a whole like thing about it of like, I'm so, it's so embarrassing. And it's not even like everyone fucking does it. And I still sweat now. But I mean, I you're touching yourself to just I don't. I don't confirm. care. I don't care now anymore. But I used to a lot. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It's one of those things where you realize, like, a as Becky says, uh, it, it's not hurting anybody, mm-hmm. and there's nothing that like can really be done, unless you wanted to go under the knife, and like, someone just attacks your sweat glands. Yes, yeah. Like, let's remove branded sweat glands. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna come out somewhere else. Ask him somewhere. Yeah. It's the tears of the body. I mean, my thing was uh, not really any surprise. I was just a little fucking dink. Like, I was a, I, I was just a little sissy. Like, I think my big thing was just, like, everybody saw me as just, like, fucking sticky, skinny, like, like push you around mm-hmm. weakling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, I think I kind of just got trained in the idea of, like, I'm self-conscious about, like, anything I like or say is just going to be, like, branded. It's just, like, shut up, mm-hmm. dummy. Queer. <laughs> it was never said, and yet the code was there. <laughs> oh, I was a slave to the code. I was. <laughs> wow. um, but that was basically it. I'm glad that we all got it out. Yeah. Do we like our laundry out in the open? It Fresh is, air. It is kind of yeah, yeah. strange to just be like, oh yeah. You take up that. And it's big... still kind of around, you know. I'm still kind of well, I have body issues. And stuff, I'm still you know? sweaty. Yeah. I'm still very sweaty. Yeah. And you're still, still a big queen. Do Dink. you do you use uh, antiperspirant? I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it might be time to pass out some uh, common awards for Woof for the Fashion. Well, Woof! These are the awards that go to the individuals with the worst sense of fashion. Thomas has our guest. We would like you to go first. Is there an outfit that springs to mind that was truly terrible? I don't... I, don't, I mean, there's like... I think stuff of the... Like, Kimmy's first outfit was like pretty sort of hideous. Mm-hmm. I was just maybe surprised at how much denim there was. DJ's outfit in the opening was all denim. And also, Michelle. They both were wearing denim... Denim jeans and denim shirt. But what if she was wearing a pink, pink denim, pink jacket combo, and DJ was wearing your classic light wash. Is that is that known as the is that the redneck tuxedo? 
Is that the slang for like all denim? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you kind of, once again, who can you make fun of? Like, I've heard it as a Canadian tuxedo as well. Oh, interesting. Oh, you're right. Yes. And yeah, it's, uh, I think it's meant to denote, lo- like, lower class, unfashionable. The same denim outfit, but in different colors, I think, is kind of, mm-hmm. uh, maybe not so much on the characters for wearing them, but on the sort of, uh, you know, uh, wardrobe department for having such similar outfits in the mm-hmm. same scene. Yeah, that's a little lazy on their part. Yeah. So it seems like it's a co-award for Michelle and TJ. Yeah. yeah. Okay, feel free to wolf with us many times. Woof, 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 I'm going to give it to um, Stephanie has a crazy skirt. Oh, yeah. Crazy skirt. It's like an Amish Oh, I, I got more of just like, uh, it's like, it's kiltish. Oh, it's yeah. a mile long. It seems like it starts at her fucking neck. Mm. Goes all the way down to her fucking cuticles. It's fucking hideous. Blossom wouldn't wear this shit. It's <laughs> that fucking like school marmish. It's, oh, it's fucking dreadful. But yeah, I guess like putting it out it reminds me of like a genre of people I knew like kind of growing up or like, you know, women who kind of like, I feel like were into like Wiccan stuff or like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, sort yeah. of long skirt, long hair, kind yeah. of like, uh, sort of kind of dress as if like you're from a different generation <laughs> or like you're kind of older, but just kind of, you know, right. like she's kind of hip. Buying so, a spell book yes. from Barnes and Noble. <laughs> yeah. They had a spell section. <laughs> Mom, stop it. And Brandon. Maybe I'm gonna give it to DJ. We think in the the like apron thing she's wearing in like the middle of the episode, right? It's like uh, a dress, but it looks like it's like a plaid like. You're apron thinking of her thing. outfit when she pulls Michelle out of the ice. Yes. Because she's got black pantyhose on yeah. with heels. Mm. And like a weird, it, it's that apron effect with a low cut underneath top. Yeah. So the skin and the fabric are just like all over the place. It looks weird. I don't like it, that like dress that's like, there's an apron component. <laughs> there are too many lines yeah. on the chest. It needs to have like clean lines, mm-hmm. clean lines. I think it might be time for that. Classic, Classic question. question. Yes. So Thomas, um, catchphrases are a big part of this show. We have... How rude. You got it, dude. Have mercy. Cut it out. Uh, so my question to you is a two-parter. A, growing up, was there something that you just said a lot as a kid that you would have considered like your catchphrase? Maybe you pulled it from something that you really enjoyed. And then B, do you feel like you have a catchphrase now? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I definitely loved cut it out. I thought <laughs> that, like, that was, like, very fun. Cut it out. Like, you took that Because it had the... Scissors. Finger gun. Thumb. Thumb. Yeah. The other way. Yeah. So you listening at home can figure it out. Scissors. Um, Bangarang. I think I said that. Oh. That was like from Hook. When you when you oh, get okay. other kind of things, I would kind of think. But that was kind of more like a sort of battle cry. That would be like a signature thing. Which yeah. maybe that could be kind of fun. Of no, like, I mean I think you know, that counts. It's like you're bang-a-rang. fat. Bangarang. <laughs> you're fat. Two guns. Bangarang. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of going. Like, no, someone's today? saying you're fat to you. Yeah. You yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I you, you respond saying, with bangarang. Yeah. No, I was that's like, you know, I'm like, I like st- stick it up as a zinger of like, uh, you, you sit around the house. Bangarang. Oh, oh, oh so okay. You're saying it like, you're fat. Bangarang. Yeah. Like, okay. you know, as like a sort of, you know, button. Like but, like you, yeah. you, Exclamation point on you, that. I've, I've left and you can't retort. Mr. Belvedere, <laughs> stop eating all the donuts. Bangarang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're gay. Bangarang. Bangarang. So what about now? Do you feel like you have a catchphrase now? I kind of, I'll have like different sort of, like I feel like I'll have like a popular phrase for like a little bit. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I've been saying radical a bunch. Okay. And I had one party a couple weeks ago where I tried to say radical. 
<laughs> was there someone named Brad there? No. Okay. Just kind of being like, well, radical. <laughs> well, I love how it's like a little like Loki, like whoa, radical, radical, radical. Yeah, intense, unbelievable, unbelievable. Like a sort of unbelievable is kind of another. <laughs> yeah, another, unbelievable. Yeah, a right. good phrase uh, has an element of like it's the way you say it. Yeah, yeah. It's like a don't be ridiculous. You like, it's it's also in the way you say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unreal is another unreal. one. Unreal. I like that one. Popcorn. <laughs> Popcorn. <laughs> popcorn. It's like a, a guy running a booth at a marketplace. Mm, popcorn. Mm, popcorn. <laughs> you hear him saying, "You want to get the product." <laughs> yeah. You hear him mutter, and you go, "What was that?" Mm. Oh, popcorn. Yeah. I do want that? Delicious. How much? <laughs> okay. Uh, Thomas, thank you. Do yeah. you guys? Do you have them, or uh, you've already answered the question? Uh, we uh, in the past I, we have said that mine was I'm tattling or um, I'm, I'm telling, telling I'm telling I'm telling, which is probably why people didn't like me. Yeah, I'm telling. Wow, you tattled. Oh, 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 oh God! Do you still tattle? No, like no. to who? <laughs> to also to the police. The only thing you need to tattle on as an adult is like like or is there a crime happening? Then you need to tattle. <laughs> Think of it as grown-up tattling. Uh, or, like, when you play games, are you really concerned about the rules? Um, in terms of what I need to do, yeah, like, if it's, like, a very complicated, like, when we were playing that, um, what's that? Pandemic. Epi- pandemic. That pandemic is so complicated that, like, I do become obsessed with, like, wait a minute, what the fuck is going on? That's not, like, a casual, like, let's play Taboo. Okay. Lo- but, like, I feel like Taboo. I all kind of, like, do, like, certain, like, I'm kind of always looking for, like, loopholes of, like, you know, technically yeah. it's not illegal to do this. Which no, I feel that like would drive me crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Man, no. You yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. You can't. I need an authority to tell about this. <laughs> yeah. Dungeon master, please. Yeah. Adjudicate. <laughs> and I would say tight a lot as a kid. Tight. Tight. That was so tight. Tight. Dude, okay. tight. That was, that was what I said as a kid. Tight. Uh, my catchphrase now is come on, check your body. Baby do that conga. No, it's not. I know you can't control yourself any longer. Mm-hmm. Feel uh, the rhythm of the music we, getting stronger. We, uh, we just saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening in the future, you can kind of know when this came from. Um, <laughs> uh, and you, I remember when you got your, you had a huge thing of popcorn. And then mm-hmm. when you sat down, you said, come on, baby, chicka mama, do the bumba. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking, talking to the popcorn. Yeah. Come on, baby, do that bumba. Come on, baby, and you got three refills during the movie. <laughs> so that, why did I get... You we described it as a tub. You. We asked you why. I hadn't had. I think my like, dumb brain was literally like, "You didn't have dinner. <laughs> you didn't have dinner. You need to get a dinner <laughs> of popcorn." You you sat down. And the first thing you said to me was, "I hate myself." Gum, no, you said this was. Come on, baby, chicken butter. Do that. And then you said, "This is sixteen dollars." This is sixteen dollars. And I was like, "Yeah." I drank almost all of the Fanta. I had all of the Fanta. I couldn't finish the popcorn because I fucking felt sick. Wow. And that Regal Webster popcorn was fucking bad. Drippy, goopy, fucking shitty butter. It wasn't hot. I can't remember the last time I had popcorn that was hot. I'm Andy Rooney. <laughs> Landmark has good popcorn. Landmark does have good popcorn. Nice hot butter. Mm. Thomas? Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Is there anything that you would like to plug or promote at this time? I don't think so. I was trying to think of like, you know, eating well or kind of <laughs> reading books. People do but maybe the public library. Reading books. I think the Chicago Public Library is an underused resource. Yeah. We don't so, do this. Uh, we I wish we had made this a consistent thing, but what's something that you would recommend that you like you're enjoying right now? Like a piece of like pop culture or mm-hmm. something piece like of that. Pop culture that I'm enjoying right now. Uh, I'm 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 like rewatching Chocolat. 
Oh. Loving it. I've never seen that. Oh, watch With it. With Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp, but, you know, Julia Binoche. Oh, yeah, she's great in that. She's, you <laughs> she know, turns her butter. She, you know, uh, 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 you know, if you thought Aunt Becky was uh, charismatic, I mean, Julia Binoche is just kind of an insane. Yeah. She's an insane talent. Mm-hmm. So charismatic, so likable. Would a, would a one-sentence summary of Chocolat be, I vaguely know what it's about, is it the chocolate make them horny? Somewhat, but it's like a very sort of uh, uptight town where like a sort of uh, sexy Julia Binoche kind of moves in. Atheist as well. So she kind of really kind of turns the town upside down. After Melina, I guess I'm not really summarizing it in a sentence. I'm going to hell. Oh, um, no, no, no. <laughs> that was only a challenge for myself. Yeah. Is she quirky like Amelie? Uh, or is she just like more sophisticated and sexy? Kind of sophisticated and uh, really has a sense of herself. And just okay, kind of confident. like, is no bullshit. Yeah. 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 She don't believe in God. No. She believes in fucking the chocolate that she makes. Yeah. It gets your fucking bean going. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, what's something that you would recommend? I'm reading uh, George Lucas A Life right now, and it's pretty good. Okay. Is that just like a memoir? Yeah. Okay. Uh, But uh, it was not written by him. Okay. A ghost wrote it. (laughs) It's a ghost writer. It was a ghost writer. No, yeah, but it's uh, it's very good so far. Where are you in his life? Uh, It's still pretty early on, so it's all about how he thought Star Wars was going to go, and that all the problems with that production leading up to it. That yeah. I had no idea there was so many issues. How he conceived it versus how it wound up being? Right. Like, okay. he was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We've, what have I done? We're spending so many days out here in the desert. Everyone's miserable. Everyone hates me. This is going to be a disaster. Oh, no. It's funny to think that he thought that, too, because, like, when the first marketing started coming out, everyone just assumed that it was also mm-hmm. going just bomb. Anthony Daniels was like, I hate this. You've put me in a giant... Robot costume out in the desert. I feel like an I, idiot. I am a theatrical actor. You've reduced me to this. How to could be fair. You, how yeah. could you? Yeah, it's very go. it's very interesting. Um, I, I'm playing Stardew Valley, and I very rarely play video games, but I just started that. It's very involved. Uh, a lot of farming, plus some uh, some dating aspects as well. Interesting. Got to give some gifts. Got to give a wink or two. Wow. Mm. Have a parsnip. Wink. Fuck me. Like, I don't like that. Yeah, a lot of the people are like, no, I don't like that. <laughs> Stuff out there for a bit. Uh, this is the part of the show uh, where I tell you how you can listen to the show. If you're listening through iTunes, give us a five-star review. If you're streaming, it's probably through Stitcher or howrootpodcast.libsyn.com. We're on Facebook. The Tumblr is where you're going to find supplementals. That's hrpodcast.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. From Chris Woolsey's episode, of course, the 1995 Super Bowl halftime show featuring Patti LaBelle, Tony Bennett, and Indiana Jones. It's an Indiana Jones halftime show. With Harrison Ford? No. Even though they say the line from Star Wars, which is, I've got a bad feeling about this. Mm. It's, it's prom- it was promoting their Disney ride that was being released that year. And the it's best crazy. moment, which you would have heard at the end of the episode with Chris, is Patti LaBelle going, well, Indiana Jones, now that you've got your trophy, what are you going to do next? And Harrison Ford goes, I'm giving it to the winner of Super Bowl 29. Oh, that's a good attitude, baby. <laughs> it's insane. That sounds great. Tony Bennett, uh, even in 1995, looked like he was about 1,000 years old. Oh. So there you go. Uh, you can also email us at thehowardpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter. Brandon, your handle is? At B-E-E-Shock. Mine is J-O-N-P-E-R-N-I-S-E-K. Thomas, are you on Twitter? I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. We got two in a row. Uh, Chris Wilt's also not on Twitter. Uh, this is the part of the show where we say our names as individuals. I say, and we'll see you next time on. And then together we say the two-word phrase, how rude. 
but Brandon will do something uh, different to sort of, he's the monkey wrench. Mm. Uh, you ever seen a, a monkey wrench? <laughs> the Brandon Fraser movie? <laughs> that was Monkey Bone. Monkey Bone. <laughs> the sequel, Monkey Ranch. Ditched Ranch. was Monkey Ranch. Ooh, that's a better idea than I would care to admit. <laughs> oh, what a frighteningly good idea. Monkey Ranch. <laughs> um, when was the last time you saw Brandon do something funny? Brandon Fraser? Brandon Shockman. Oh. <laughs> Not uh, since Looney Tunes back in action. Uh, I'd say like his clap at whatever award show that was. His what? He has like some sort of like. Oh, Brandon Clapp. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it was it's like great. sort of cut to him, and you know, the internet quickly caught on to it. He's a maniac. It is great. I love that gif. Yeah. Wild fingers. <laughs> well, what was the last time we saw Brandon do something funny? Brandon do something funny. Um, let's see. I mean, I think you know, first thing that comes to my mind is like Shrink Raid show. It was very fun. Mm-hmm. I played with Shrink Raid. Yes, you did. Um, it's a good show. Yeah. It was a very fun show. I'm trying to think if there was anything from Guardians of the Galaxy that I was just like, well, Brandon, nice job. <laughs> Nothing like when I sat down with my popcorn and I said, come with me. Come with me. You know, I was like, really? Like, oh, he got the big popcorn. He's going to share it with everybody. <laughs> and it was like, I tried to share it with Brandon and he literally got his own popcorn. Yeah. You wasted money on popcorn that you didn't need to get. But there was like, you know, four other people kind of around that you could have. If you, I think if you started to pass it, would have gotten. I wanted some popcorn. And you didn't share. <laughs> I kind of am. The idea of like a, like a like a gangbang popcorn situation where it's like, pass it around, <laughs> keep passing around. Like maybe that's you know it's a generation. You know, I feel like as a kid, you, you, you I mean maybe for me, poor yeah. kid in Tennessee, we you we, you just buy one big popcorn and everybody would share it. Yeah, <laughs> that was that is what we did. Is but uh, tattlers. Aren't sharers. Yes, very true. Tattlers are not sharers. All in it for themselves. Yeah. No, 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 no. It says in the rules. No, Thomas. <laughs> no, I think I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can do this. <laughs> I think, actually, I win. No! No! Andy. Brandon? I'm Brandon Shockney. <laughs> I'm John Pertisek. Thomas Kelly. And we'll see you next time on How Rude. Break out. Dun, 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 dun. Thank you. <laughs> what are you doing? Dun, 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 dun. I don't even understand what that. What, what are you pulling from? It's a song. <laughs> it's, 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 it's nothing. This one's just nothing. I like how you're saying, on Dave, Dave out. <laughs> it's saying, do you know what it is? Thank you. Dave, Dave, Dave. Dave out. <laughs> no. no. Ah. Uh.